another fun-filled episode of the We Are Gold Show, brought to you by Hoppyhead Productions. I'm your host, Sean, and across the way, Danny. We beat the drought. We finally had rain two days. Two days this week. Yes. Woo! Global warming is fake. Take that, Greta Thunberg. <laughs> just, just like all the top Republican figureheads said, like Ben Shapiro and... The dude that got fired from Fox News and all of them said, like, how could she know anything about climate if we can't legally fuck her? <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrible. <laughs> I was watching this guy, and he has, like, all these stats and stuff that are, like, displayed. Um, and it was just so funny because he was just, like, on your point of just, like, he's, like, like he's like looking at he's like states that have more gun gun laws versus deaths and stuff and just like going on about um all the different um laws and culture and stuff like that and it's funny so in massachusetts it's like the most happy place <laughs> in the country so. yeah i always like whenever people are like if if gun laws work then how come the, the states with the strictest gun laws like california and chicago and like New York have like the most gun violence and then people cut in, stitch in. And it's like, um, actually you're wrong. According to the FBI data, yes, you know, these are the state most violent state. I mean, these are the states with the most gun deaths <laughs> and it's like Chicago, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and New York aren't even in the top like 10. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yes. Baltimore, Maryland is like up there. And, uh, mm -hmm. it's a lot of Southern like Memphis, Little Rock, Yes, yeah, so basically what you see is big cities and red states have some of the worst violence. Yes. That's pretty much it, yes. Red states, blue 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 scraps in red states, I guess. Yes. Yes. Basically the most suicides, red states over blue states. Because <laughs> real men don't talk to therapists, they talk to the bell of the gun. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, man. Good times. What are you drinking, Danny? You got anything um, fancy for us today? I hope it's fancy. I got a porch bomb last week of a whole bunch of convenient-sized 12-ounce cans. Dude, the 12-ounce can, man. It's where it's at. I know. The guy was like, it's nothing special. And I'm like, dude, it's 12-ounce cans. I don't care. Like. <laughs> Like craft brewed twelve ounce cans are the best. <laughs> like the perfect like, after beer drink. Knowing that it's a craft beer and I'm holding it in my hand this way, I feel like I'm Andre the Giant. <laughs> like when you hear the stories about him drinking, like mm -hmm. you know, fifteen gallons of beer a night, it's like, yeah, if if beer was like this, to me, all of it, I would drink that much beer too. Yes. He was but this a is from uh, Among Men. Unlike Braun Strowman, who has to call himself a monster among men. <laughs> a man, a man, a monster of a man. Is he a monster of a man? A Muppet of a man? He's or is he a man of a Muppet? To quote the, the great song from the Muppet movie. But it's from uh, Haley, Idaho, Sawtooth Brewing, Pika, Peanut Butter Milk Stout. Wow. And I'm guessing this is some sort of rodent either doing the shocked Pikachu face or yelling. I can't figure it out on the can. 
I'm gonna be murdered! Ah, snakes and hawks and foxes. Oh my. Yes. So it's a stout, it's a, I did say it's a peanut butter milk stout that's 5% with IBUs of 30. And it is a stout with natural flavor. Natural? Naturally salted with my balls. These nuts. <laughs> I mean, it's it's good, but thin. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's got like the consistency almost of like a lager, <laughs> which I was listening to this beer podcast, these, these two women hosts, and um, they were talking about the signs of going into a bad beer bar or beer like brew, uh, brew pub. Yes. And she, one of them was like, I think I found the number one way you can tell you just walked into a bad brew pub. Yeah. It's like I went to a place and they had a lager on the menu. And like they said their menu was like handwritten. So try to make it look all like mm-hmm. uh, hipster. But they spelled lager L-O-G-G-E-R. Dishonor. <laughs> On you, dishonor on your family, dishonor on your cow, dishonor on Babe the Ox, yes, and Paul Bunyan. (laughs) How dare they? But right, (laughs) like, like it's probably written on the can. I don't know. Maybe there's just bad employees. Maybe, maybe they live life by the same uh, philosophy as one of the main characters in an anime that we're about to talk about where they don't want to cheat by looking at the, the word on something. <laughs> and so they intentionally left it, leave it blank or intentionally misspell it. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, when I opened it, it and like, you know, I snuff smelled through the can and then pouring it out, mm-hmm. you can smell the peanut butter. It's got that peanut butter, peanut butter taste, time. but yeah, it's, I guess I'm just used to all my stouts being barrel-aged at like 13%. This Mm -hmm. is slightly less than that by, you know, a factor of three almost. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's drinkable. Like, this is something you can, like, open more than a few of. Crush it. Chug chug if you so need to. Crush. Or so choose. Drink, 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 drink. Be a a certified crusher-own. (laughs) <laughs> as the kids say yes <laughs> uh what are you drinking sheen well last week i told you i didn't have two of the components to make the drink i wanted so i had to push it off to this week so i intentionally got the correct items and i sent you a picture it's there's a i guess there's really not that much stuff it's just a lot of work just a lot of work. So this is an old-fashioned, if you order it in Wisconsin, this is what you will get. So if you ever find There's your... Way, wait, wait, There's way less cheese in this picture. <laughs> There's no cheese. So if you go to Wisconsin and you order an old-fashioned, you will not get the bourbon drink that you are thinking of. So if you're ever traveling there and you ever want to order an old-fashioned, just make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. So basically, you got orange, cherry, bitters, 
simple syrup and you have brandy and um the topping could be different some people use water some people use like sprite or tonic water or different things so that's dealer's choice on, on that piece um so it is really good though i would recommend it i don't think you have any brandy on on you do you um I don't think so. Yeah, I don't even know I, a good brandy to recommend. I I'm just using like leftover apple brandy. <laughs> I don't know if the apple infused helps it at all. Some from well, some random distiller. Like I have something, and I'm like trying to think: is it a brandy or a cognac? And mm. if if it's not a brandy, then what the fuck? Did, actually, what is the difference between a brandy and a cognac? That's something that you know I'm sure Google could tell us, but that's a also, good question. That's good. You, you, know. you could look it up while I'm going through. <laughs> so take your so what you want to do is take your cup and you're gonna take take a orange slice, cut it in in fours, put two of them in, put a couple cherries in. You could use uh, the cheap cherries or if you want to get real fancy and get the big fancy cherries, either or. Put those in there with some simple syrup and then you'd give it. Um, like five good dashes of uh, bitters, and then you muddle that on the bottom of the cup. So you muddle all that shit up. You don't want to um, muddle the um, the brine. No, the not the, the no, not brine. <laughs> the outside of the orange. You just want the you just want the inside fruit. The peel. The peel. So you the muddy. Pith. Yeah, you muddy that shit up get break down your cherries and then you hit it with a shot of brandy i did two ounces on mine um fill it with ice get stir it up and mix it and then you top it with um lemon lime soda so i did lemon lime soda um man it is super good danny i i i didn't realize this was a thing and i of course guess where i found it ohio no the Packer subreddit. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. I was on a random article about something and they were talking and somebody brought it up. Um, and I had oh, to look. Yeah, yeah. And I looked it up and it is a true thing. But it is, it is really good. So it gives you like a crisp cherry citrusy drink. Um, super crushable. And even my picture, I got, I got fancy. I got, I put a cherry and an orange wedge on top of my drink. Garnished. Yeah, garnish that shit. This is some A plus effort. The only thing you didn't do is you didn't like take the like the little skin of the peel and like spark it up with the lighter and rim it around your glass for the essence. <laughs> That's too much. But at that point, you'd have to like put on a white shirt and an apron and like wax your mustache more. <laughs> We just have a whole show about me talking about this drink, how to make it. Well, um, I did find out some information, Sean. Okay, what'd you find out? Ready? Yes. So you know how there's bourbon and there's like rye and yep. there's, you know, just like other whiskeys? Yep. So how all bourbons are whiskeys, but not all whiskeys are bourbons. Mm -hmm. So every cognac is a brandy, but not every brandy is a cognac. hey oh. So brandy is made with distilled fermented fruit juice, whereas cognac 
a specific type of barrel aged brandy made in the cognac region of region of France. Hey yo. So if it's not, then it's it's like champagne. If it's um not made in champagne French, it's just sparkling bullshit. <laughs> so it's if it's not cognac, it's just sparkling fruit juice. <laughs> it's just it's just brandy. It's just the girl brandy. is mine. <laughs> I don't know why. That song that, that line gets stuck in my head every time one of us says the word brandy. The boy is mine, I mean, not the girl. The boy is mine. Her uh popular hit song collaboration with yeah. um Aaliyah. Yes. Uh you know, that it reminds me of um that random clip that's going like different people have been using it, but it's like you and I and you and I and your friend Steve. It's like some random person. Steve from from the um Garfunkel twins. <laughs> Go kart racing, accidental masturbating. Wow. That's one of their songs. Accidental masturbation, huh? Basically, they're talking about like going go kart racing for the first time and getting off on it <laughs> because of the, the rumble of the motor. It's so fun. And then the other one they have is talking about being a good Christian girl. <laughs> and so that's why they, you know, want to stay pure for marriage. So they, you know, follow God's loophole. Mm hmm. The only hole where you, God can't see if you have sex in it. So fuck me in the ass because you love Jesus. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing to watch people react to that song on YouTube because it it's all sounds like innocent and pure. Yes. And sweet and the music and the way they're like look even just their faces are kind of wholesome. Yes. And then um, they get to the chorus and everyone's like, wait, what? 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 What's going on? Especially, you know, one of the one of the, the members of the band is last name is Makuchi. <laughs> and she's like, yes, I know what it sounds like. I've been made fun of it all my life. You there's nothing you can do to hurt, hurt me anymore. <laughs> I've been broken and rebuilt. <laughs> yes. <From this laughs> you, you have no power here. <laughs> You think you were born into the insults? <laughs> you were brought into this world. I was born. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Geez. So, this over the weekend, a buddy of mine hit me up, and a group of people were going to go meet up at Brewery X to watch one of the uh, Stanley Cup playoff games. Oh, yeah, that thing's going on. You Not know anymore. Oh, That's okay. over. Oh, got you. It was funny because I was like, oh, we're, we're going to be in uh, Vegas in October. I was like, maybe we should check the Golden Knights and just go catch a game there. And I was like, let me see if the schedule's up. I'm like, they're not even done with the season. Like, the schedule's not up. <laughs> yeah, and if, if we're at, when we're planning to be out there, it'll probably still be preseason. Oh, that doesn't matter. If, if, if they even start playing, because I don't think they start playing until, like, the middle of the month. That's usually when the season starts. Yes, I think it, it. I think to your point, it would probably be a preseason game. I think we have a chance because when we went to go to, um, well, hopefully it's cheaper than we went to New York. Oh Remember when God. we went to try to go catch a Rangers preseason game and it was like five hundred and fifty dollars a ticket? Yeah, that was terrible. Like, We're like, nah, it's cool. We, nope, nobody likes we'll the Rangers a bar and that watch much. <laughs> yeah, we'll just go to a bar and watch it for free and get drunk for uh, cheaper. Like we'd die if we spent that much money on alcohol at the bar just yeah. for the price of the ticket. I'm a I'm a snob I'm a hockey snob now. I I only sit in club level. 
or uh, the sweets. The sweets are pretty sweet. Yes, yes. I was so pissed that I couldn't catch another Flyers game because they upped the price. They doubled the ticket price. I well, was... yeah, they have to pay for um, the goalie that they uh, picked up from the Kings' shitty contract. <laughs> I'm like, you guys aren't even in the playoff. You guys have been eliminated. You guys are terrible. <laughs> like, yeah. why is this, Why did the seat double? I'm like, I was just looking at like a Thursday game too. It wasn't even like I was looking like, you know, Friday, Saturday night. I'd give it to them there. But I was like, who's going to watch this team on a Tuesday? I think it's because like during Eagle season, they have to lower the price of the tickets to get people to go. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. I'll have to check the seat this year. I'll have to see if the tickets uh, are cheaper um, while the Eagles are still playing. Hopefully, yes. yes. Hockey is the best. I think that's my far by my favorite sport. But anyways, so we're gonna meet up at Brewery X, and so there's a brewery across this, literally across the street, called Dueling Ducks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, I can leave a little bit early, go hang out at Dueling Ducks, and just let them tell the guys that I'm meeting up with, hey, like, since you're not specific on, a, there's like no hard time that you're getting to the brewery, just like text me when you're there. I'll be across the street. So I pull up and I'm like, it looks, something's weird. And there's like paper all over, like on every window pane for the brewery. There's a piece of paper, like, you know, masking tape to, to the, the window, you know, profession, with the most professional masking tape job ever. Yeah. And I'm like, it looks pretty dark in there. They already shut down. I already had a business. I haven't even had a chance to try it. So I, uh, you know, walk up, and sure enough, they were clo- temporarily closed for upgrades and maintenance. It's a brand new facility. What upgrade? No, it's been there. It's been oh. there for a, a while. I just, okay. you know, haven't been there. Gotcha. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll go over to Bottle Logic. I haven't been to Bottle Logic for a while, and it's like maybe like 200 yards further away, like just down the street. Not yeah, not far enough to like. Enough to be a pain in the ass, but not enough to be a well, reasonable yeah, person to, like, to tell you, like, don't be a dick. Just go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just go to Brewery X. Like, it's, you know, but, um, so I went over there, and, you know, so I order, and I'm like, hey, I'm at Bottle Logic. Let me know when you get to the brewery, you know, get to uh, Brewery X. Actually, I do that when I'm, like, parking. And so I go in, I order a couple beers, um, and like as soon as I sit down with the beers, they're like, "Oh, he's like, I just noticed your text. Where we walked, we walked, we we we've been here for a few minutes." And wow. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, "Well, I guess they're gonna have to wait." <laughs> no, I'm, a, I'm, I'm on my way. No, what the fuck? What's wrong with fuck you them. people? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm like, also, there's another one more beer at least that I want to try. So, you know, as always, every beer at Bottle Logic is pretty amazing even one of the seltzers i had it was like a blackberry ginger mm-hmm. didn't taste like missing flavor it actually had the fruit flavor and stuff and it's pretty widely distributed out here so you can pretty much go to any bottle mm-hmm. shop and pick it up okay but i was thinking about brewery x man i don't understand why that brewery is so popular yeah all right like, lay, lay I, it down park and I... I, I feel like you need to get something off your chest so you know, the parking lot's not huge, but it's pretty good size. And so I pull in, and there's no parking. They even have, like, a security guard because there's, like, 
like a, a roundabout type parking lot situation. And then they have some parking straight back, but they have like a security guard there basically like if it's open, then they'll wave you back to the open spot. But if not, then he'll wave you around. Mm -hmm. And so I was going to do, I was going to go around and like maybe do one more lap. But then when I went around, like, like seven more cars pulled in. And so I, there's a car in front of me and I'm like, well, let's see where they go. So they went down to the next street and basically parked in like a random businesses parking lot that was closed. Makes sense. And it was like cars everywhere there. And I'm like, why are they popular? Like, I mean, they have p pretty good food. And it, I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, I guess it makes sense why they're popular. Like their beers aren't bad. There's no, I, I, before that day, I, I was easily able to say I've never had a bad beer from them. Mm -hmm. But I did try their Mexican lager with lime that tasted neither like a Mexican lager or like it had lime in it. <laughs> but I've had like quite a few beers from them, like IPAs, their Pilsner, their German. Mm -hmm. um, and they're all, I'm not going to say like amazing and life-changing, but good. Like I wasn't like, oh man, why am I drinking this shitty beer? Mm -hmm. And so we're sitting there and they're like, hey, you want to get some pizza? Because they had like two food trucks and one yeah. was a, so it's pizza amongst other things. And so the pizza was pretty good. And I'm like, you know what? This is like, the safe place where pe you can bring people that aren't really necessarily into beer who aren't into breweries, I guess. But like, you know, if you're buddy, it's not like stone where you're going to bring that guy when we were there when he was like, you got any Bud Light on tap or Coors Light on tap? And they're like, yeah, nah, man. Yeah. We don't have any light beers. Everything's fucking going to punch you in the dick <laughs> and step on your feet. You yes. know? Um, I'm like, this beer, this is like the safest brewery you can bring people to. They, you know, they have an inside area. They have an outdoor area with patio. They got, you know, you can bring your kids, dogs. They have a band playing pretty much every weekend. A couple TVs inside if you want to go watch sports. You know, they advertise heavily, like, around Southern California, especially with the Ducks and the Angels, which they're in Anaheim. Why wouldn't they? They have yeah. Duck and Angel-themed beers, and it's like, dude, these guys have figured out the fucking, like, promotional <laughs> perfect storm of like we don't need to be amazing like there's never going to be like the beer nerds on untapped talking about like putting it up there with like drecker or bottle logic back you know before they sold out by making more beer and they couldn't sell it for quadruple the amount you know or uh, <laughs> um or any of the hazy ipa makers like monkish and shit mm-hmm and I'm like, all right, I, I think I, I think I'm, I can understand why this place is popular. Like, mm -hmm. they have a lot of room. They need maybe do something about their parking, but I don't know what they can do yeah. other than the overflow down there a little ways. And it wasn't even that far. Like, once I parked, I was just able to cut through, and it was like 200. It's like an extra, like, 300 feet. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, I hate that I want to – I hate that I can't hate this place. <laughs> <laughs> Because everything about my sensibilities of like, you know, crap needs to be small or something. It just, it feels like what Golden Road would have been if they didn't sell out. Gotcha. Like they took the high road. I mean, at least that's, I guess that's the best thing I can say about them. Because Golden Road was made to be sold to AB and Bev. Yeah. And this place is made to like, just do whatever, do what they want. Yeah. So, but uh, we got some kind of sad news out of California, Sean. 
Oh, no. So, Anchor Brewing was bought by Sapporo. Jeez. <laughs> a while ago. But it's yeah. been a while. I got you. So, they announced – they made two announcements. One of them was like, okay, that makes sense. Like, once you think about it and read the numbers, um, they announced that they're not going to distribute out of the state of California anymore. Got you. And amongst their, like, people were, like, reacting, like, holy shit. They're getting – this is the sign of the apocalypse for them. They're going out of business, and they're like, no, no, calm down. You don't understand. Like, 70 75% of our sales are in California. Yeah. It's, like, basically costing us money to send our beers to other states. Yeah. And, and like, it's not worth oh, the yeah, fight. That... <laughs> right. And they're like, okay, that makes, that makes perfect sense. But then they announced that this is the first year that they're not going to make their uh, – traditional christmas ale that they always make oh no and that that went back to the gnashing of teeth and moaning and everybody not being like thrilled and they're like oh no the sky is falling and it's like you know what it's probably a cost intensive beer Mm -hmm. you know with all the spices and the flavors it probably Um, doesn't even sell that well you know it's probably like a nostalgia thing so who wants a christmas ale when it's fucking 90 degrees out Right, especially because <laughs> unless you can get it like in the novelty, like fucking ginormous bottle, and bring it to a Christmas party at work or something, and be that guy. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, we'll see. We'll see if um, those are like impending signs of the apocalypse for Anchor Brewing again, and they'll have to be sold again, again, and again. Double down, fight it. So, uh, and you're browsing a Reddit, Sean. Did you notice the drama? that's happening this week i actually don't browse reddit as much but i did see the um i did see a lot of the uh flare and flack that the ceo is getting yes so i'm i meant to talk about it last week so that it would be ahead we'd be ahead of it happening Mm -hmm. but on like the 12th and into the 13th basically like all the subreddits well not a lot all but a lot of the subreddits went dark for a day Mm mm-hmm in protest and in continue of the protest a lot of them are basically making it where like you have to be subscribed to the subreddit mm-hmm. to, to post on there mm-hmm. um this is because the ceo has announced a change where they're going to basically block the usage of all third party third party apps when it comes to anything associated with reddit mm-hmm or they have to pay like but, a huge fee, right? Something like that, yeah. So, and the problem comes is that pretty much everybody that mods uses the third-party stuff to make their modding job a little bit easier because you got people modding sub multiple subs, mm-hmm. subreddits, you know, and doing it for free. Yes. <laughs> you know, most of them are pretty cool, but then every once in a while you get those people that are like, you know, just need to be uh in charge and have the power trip like you know the best of hoas (laughs) i remember there was one mod that got real crazy i forget which sub it was they were across multiple subs that was some good drama back in the day years ago oh man dude it's always the best drama when when a moderator goes fucking off the rails especially like you said Mm -hmm. they do multiple uh subreddits of the same of a similar theme so it's like anime memes and it's like this guy he's going on a power trip and you go to like a different anime one and to complain about him and then all of a sudden it's like sucks to be you i mod this one too bitch 
<laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I remember the big um ant anime meme. I forget what the original subreddit was, but I remember that giant war. <laughs> yes. All because of traps. Hey, hey. That is an unacceptable word. Do not <laughs> use that word. <laughs> He's just packing heat, okay? Relax. <laughs> she's she's got a surprise for you. <laughs> she sure does. She sure does. Like in the hangover. We made love and ejaculated at the same time. <laughs> we what? <laughs> that that's not our flashlight on your leg. <laughs> <laughs> your gun is poking into my hip. <laughs> Speaking of guns, Sean. <laughs> what how what kind of segue is that? I don't know, man. Six Flags over Texas. There's one in Texas and they like guns. It's that's a terrible setup. You get an F for that one. I mean, speaking of dicks. Speaking of dicks. Speaking of surprise penis. <laughs> Anyways, Six Flags, great adventure. New Jersey. I finally went. Um it's not even like an it's like an hour away for me. I finally I ended up finally going. Um obviously when I moved out here we had the whole COVID thing happen and um I just haven't just it's never been a really a, a priority on uh getting out there. Um I don't know if this is true for every six flags. But I feel like after going to two, it's definitely the same thing. You get like you basically you Game got fights? teenagers all over or, the place. <laughs> or is that just the California thing? I don't know. Maybe maybe just uh, California for the gangs. You got like half open concession stands and stuff. It it reminded me of everything of Magic Mountain when I was a teenager hanging out there. <laughs> So, um, so it, easy to get to, um, it doesn't have like the grand entrance kind of like I remember from Magic Mountain. Um, you got a lot of DC named rides, um, across the, uh, across the park. So the bad thing was, is the wooden roller coaster there, El Toro. It has not reopened yet for the summer season. So I know they were doing like a grand reopening for it. So that was that was one of their big name coasters. And I was not able to get on it. And then last week or the week before, um, the cable on uh, King Ka, the launching cable broke. So that was the other coaster. That's the quote unquote, I think is the tallest coaster in the world right now. So because it basically all it you take it takes your train and it just shoots you um up a hill and all you do is go all the way up and you go down the hill and you come back to the station. So it's not really like like it somehow it's technically a roller coaster, but it's um more of just like a quick shoot and go up the up the giant hill and come all the way back but it's i know it's a 
it's uh pretty tall. I don't remember how tall it was, but well, um, let me ask you this question. I have two questions, yes. Sean. Yes. Do you do you um roll up the hill? Do I roll up the hill? I feel on like the, this on is, the right. I feel like this yes, is a trap. It's simply it's a simple, it's a simple, <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> the answer is yes, Sean. You roll up the hill. I roll up. And the I'll hill. answer the second question. You coast down the hill. I do coast yes. down the hill. So it is a roller coaster. <laughs> Checkmate, atheist. <laughs> it meets all the requirements. You're a bastard. No, when? my parents were married when they got when, when I was born. When was the last time you went to Six Flags? Um, I was probably a toddler. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty fucking far, dude. Magic Mountain is not that far. It's if... a lot, there's like eight amusement parks I can pass on the way there without having to worry about getting... And also, when I, I was like my prime Magic Mountain going days, like in the mid to late 90s, that was when like the gang violence was at an all-time high. Oh, that's probably fair. <laughs> that's why you gotta go during the middle of the week. Away from the violence on the weekends. When they're at um, their uh, continuation schools? Yes, exactly. So. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah. It was pretty crazy. You know, you'd hear all these horror stories on the news. The best thing about Magic Mountain was the commercial with the little bald man. Yes. <laughs> Yes. It was a it was a funny commercial. Um, so I'm trying to think of which ride I liked better, either Medusa or the Jersey Devil. So Medusa, um, you sat you sat in the train and you're you kind of your your feet didn't dangle like Batman, but they were you were definitely um, were out. It had really good loops, had some great corkscrew um, turns, and then. Jersey Devil, it was one person per seat, and the train had like 10 people on it. So it was, even though the track did not seem very big, it was just so, it was, it felt really quick. Like, like your moves just went so much cleaner and tighter, and, and it just, you felt so light on that train. Um, it just kind of gave you a different sensation. Kind of reminds me of Ma Maverick up in um, Cedar Point because it was like smaller trains. Um, but And the track wasn't very big, but because of the the size of the train, it was able to do a lot more twisting and bending in a tighter way, which made it a lot, a lot of fun. Um, so it's not like the Matterhorn where... Um, apparently the left track is even worse than the right track, but it feels like after every curve that you're in a car accident and you, if you're like, the last time we went on it was like, you know, my niece is going to be 15 this year. So it's at least that many years ago <laughs> and we got off it and we're like practically like hobbled and we're like, yeah, we're never going to go on that ride again. Are we like, you know, my neck, my back, my neck and my back. <laughs> oh that's too funny that's too funny but um yes so 
I, I, I've never experienced this before at a, an amusement park, Danny. So we get to the park, we get to Superman. Um, and I know you don't go to Six Flags Magic Mountain, but it's kind of like Tatsu at Magic Mountain where you, you sit down and you're, you get the, you get the shoulder pads, you, your arms go like through the shoulder pads and they go down um, and the harness and then there's like a strap for like your feet and so and so you're sitting and then once the ride engages the floor drops and then your position goes forward so it's kind of like you're in like a flying position and you're on your chest so we start climbing up the mountain and once we get to the top the train so i think we're in like the second row or third row or something um the first train is just about over over the top of the hill the train fucking stops right there and i'm like okay maybe this is just part of the ride uh val raven had something where like when you got to the top it would you got to the top of the train and or top of the row and you took like a curve and then the the train would like come towards the edge and stop and then it would hold right. you and then it would you would hear a click and then you would you would go down so i i was like okay maybe this is just something and then you just hear like the, we're experiencing operational delays on the ride i'm just like oh oh this is good <laughs> that seems like the least convenient ride to be broken down on it's not like you know the mickey's runaway railroad or small world where you can just get off real quick and jump off to the sidewalk and walk out yes no so yes yeah, so there's no floor underneath us we're not even like sitting down normally so we're just we're just hovering face down right into you know on the top of the hill right into the ground no net or anything did you um see your house from there no no i wasn't that close <laughs> or that high up yeah we were up i don't know how long it was it was it was a it was at least five minutes of just sitting there and so i told you it was there was a bunch of teenagers there um they were doing a bunch of school stuff and there's like two i don't know maybe they graduated middle school and they're like starting to like freak out a little bit and i'm just like i'm like bros it's all right it's all good. I was like, if the train, if it's really broken, I was like, they're going to just manually pull us down on the chain. Like, the, you, there's nothing to worry about. Like, we're good. So you went full Harvey Keitel and uh, Reservoir Dogs? <laughs> You're going to be okay. Say the fucking words. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. Yes. <laughs> you get all the people, like, starting to, like, just randomly scream, like, get me off. <laughs> it's like oh it's like be okay and then so it's just like but it was it was literally the worst ride to break on there because it was just like it just really got you really pumping because you're just not in a comfortable position at all because you're you're just on this harness you you literally aren't sitting down on the track so you're just like floating in the air like and the the safety constraints are the only thing holding you, you know, <laughs> in the air. I wonder if like the the position was made it worse to be stuck that way for a, a woman with breast discles. 
as opposed to just a dude because you know sure. just leave, like they're, they're pretty they can be tender yes it's like if we if we uh, got you know when a guy gets stuck in a tree parachuting and it's just like right up in his junk yes yes um so yeah so it, it eventually it like clicked over and um we finally like it starts to you just you hear like the it's like clicking and it's like moving us up and we and we get over we get over the uh we get over the hill and then we're we're good at that point they do a couple test runs and we were finishing up our second ride and they were letting people back on it already um which goes into my other point yes oh no no go ahead make your point oh i was just gonna say that every ride there had operational delays multiple times during the day i i was i was shocked at how often these rides were breaking down in the middle of the park like it, well, maybe that's because uh that's what you get for closing down for the winter instead of just letting things run all year round <laughs> you gotta, get the, gotta get the cobwebs or the ghosts out one of the two depending on what you believe <laughs> I was going to ask you a question that's yes. off subject, but kind of on subject. Yes. It's about, it pertains to possible operational delays. Yes. Did that freeway overpass collapsing affect you or any of your uh, employees? Uh, yeah, there's a couple people that live on the other side of the 95 that have to have a, now have a longer commute to work, but it does not affect oh. me. <laughs> okay, good. You're yes. like, that's the most important part, but yeah. So was like, it was like that first day they're like, um sorry we're late boss but like the freeway fell down yeah luckily it was like on i think it happened on sunday so like we weren't even okay, open yeah. so we were good um yeah so yeah that doesn't yeah it doesn't bother me because my like when i get to pa i go over like a a toll bridge and then i'm in pa on side streets so i'm good i'm not on the major awesome. freeway yeah i wasn't sure exactly where it was located i just know i saw that you know the shit collapsed yes <laughs> not good um dude yeah so just going back to six flags i don't think i've ever seen a maintenance crew had to work so fucking hard i was telling um i was telling my girlfriend i was like i bet all these systems are running off like microsoft xp and they just keep crashing so they have to come over control alt delete <laughs> reset the computer <laughs> run the train a few times and then boom okay i'll be back in like a couple hours when it freezes again or is it like windows 10 where it's like in the middle of the ride it's like ride automatically updating now (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude um yeah most of the rides were pretty fun but just the amount of delay like the rides breaking is super was really just i was shocked just shocked because i never saw that at six flags like they like i know like goliath had the chain break and it took a lot it took a while to get a new chain um but i just don't remember anything like that and then at cedar point like it was they didn't have like any i know i know um top thrill dragster had the the that train system like broke apart and it's been offline ever since and i don't know if they're even gonna replace it um at this point so you got that one but like outside of like those like i don't it just was i just was shocked i was shocked um 
I did I did like most of the rides. Like they were all pretty fun. I mean, I think uh, Green Lantern was um a little old. Like they need to like get some WD forty on the tracks and the wheels to make it less like rockety. <laughs> but um, uh, like that was really the only one. That one was bad. And then the King the Skull Island, or Skull Mountain or whatever. Um, that one was trash. And it wasn't the roller coaster. So it's an indoor roller coaster that looks like they didn't have any of the effects turned on. So just imagine riding Space Mountain without any of the theme, like stuff. I mean, I've seen people like something goes wrong and they ride Space Mountain with the lights on, or they kind of, I guess they do it every once in a while for like special events. Yeah. And it's just like, it takes away all the magic because that's one of the, surprisingly, one of the slower roller coasters at Disneyland. Mm hmm. But because it's dark and there's like the turns are so tight, which is why it's slow. It's, you know, it's a turn based ride, not a speed based ride. Yeah. And so the dark is like 75% of the excitement. Yes. You get like the music, it's pumping you up. Did you ever go on um, Ghost Mountain? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's still not as good as when it's Star Wars version. But, but better than the Red Hot Chili Peppers version. Yes, that was, Red Hot Chili Peppers was the worst. It wasn't bad. It just it wasn't. It it lost some of the magic. I have not seen the Star Wars version. Oh, dude, Star Wars is the best. Like they do it for the whole month of May. Oh, really? Basically, like they have like projected on the ceiling, like Star Destroyers and Tie Fighters and X Wings, like flying around and shooting like the little green and red lasers at each other. Oh, that's pretty cool. And they have um Admiral Ackbar's voice narrating the as you're going on the ride <laughs> Jeez, that's awesome that is awesome did you ride it on star wars night yes yes we did was it, I, that was, was it my packed? first time going on there but yeah um that was one of the longer waits we had well it was like the second longest and that was only because indiana jones like which is another ride that always breaks down yes speaking of um and though so they only had one side running instead of both sides oh gotcha um or else it would have been twice as fast but um yeah i think we only, we had like a half hour wait or so that's not that bad for for that um yes yeah Hyper, hyperspace mountain is what they call it when it's star wars version oh i would definitely i would definitely go i would definitely go i have to i have to pick a day like a tuesday wednesday thursday to go <laughs> yes even though it doesn't matter it's it's just busy 24 7 <laughs> pretty much yeah you're like you go there and there's so many people with families like at 10 o'clock in the morning on a random Tuesday in February, and you're like, you're not all, like, Australian, mate. mate. Why aren't you in school? <laughs> exactly. All these fucking ditch days. <laughs> you're ruining my time as an adult. <laughs> so, but, no, it was, a, uh, it was, a. Uh... It was a, a little bittersweet. So I, I I had low expectations and my expectations were met at Six Flags Great Adventure. But they did have some good rides. So and I did have a fast pass, so I was basically walking on everything, which was really nice. Which definitely you're helped. Flaunting your, uh, you're flaunting your wealth to all the junior high kids. I have a job. Suckers. I'm an adult. I'm an adult without children. I'm a mo I'm a childless millennial. I have disposable income. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
Uh, not only I'm so rich, I can afford to buy, you know, extra things for my video game that cost more money than I already spent money on. <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West DLC, the Burning Shores, came out um, last month. I think it came out in in the beginning of May. Um, really loved Forbidden West. Um, I've actually am trying to get 100% completion on Forbidden West right now. So, I'm trying to collect all the collectibles. Uh, honestly, I have to scan all the monsters at this point. Like, I have, oh. I have two armors I need to purchase, so I have to go kill a couple guys to get pieces from them, trade those in, and then I got to scan all the. Uh, I didn't scan all the droids, all the uh, mods, all the robots. So I got to scan them. So, and of course, like one of the one I totally missed is like the 30 versions of like the little weasel that goes around because you got like ice weasel fire weasel acid weasel and shit so it's gonna take a second to like just go to all the different locations and try to like tag them <laughs> so i even missed like the basic deer i just didn't scan it for whatever reason i have no idea i mean you uh was it when you started playing the game you're like yeah fuck this 100 percent, and then you kind of got close and you realized wait I could probably do this. Yes. I fucked up, didn't I? Yeah, I think I finished at, in the 80s, and now I'm at, like, 95%. I beat, like, the arena. I beat... I finished a bunch of the si side stories, went and hit more collectibles and stuff like that, and then I looked. There was two... There's two robots that, if you didn't scan in the main mission, you can't 100% it. So, but luckily enough, I scanned them. So I did it. So not like last in, in the first game, I missed one of the side missions before your like trial. And I, uh, I couldn't go back and do the mission. So I was at 99.8%. <laughs> so close yet so far from a hundred percent. Um, anyways, burning shore, um, takes place after the main story completes um uh, so i'm not going to say what happened um but it takes it i what i like about it is it's a good continuation of the main story without it um with it making sense and not being like a stretch story so like you got it like I was able to go down and of course it's like down in LA if you watch the trailer um it has like the Hollywood sign and stuff like that um you go down there it's um it was pretty cool I was able to check out like the the it's a lot more it's it's the map is different so it's a lot more island based so you got to do a lot of flying um and swimming to get to the different locations um on the map and i did i really did like a couple side quests that i ran into and sat all day saturday i just or friday night and saturday all day saturday i was just playing the main quest so that's how long it took me to get through the dlc so for a 20 dollars dlc it was pretty good like the story content was really long and and even even with everything, even having the main story done in these couple side quests, I'm only I'm only at like sixty percent completion on Burning Shores, so I still got like 
plenty of stuff I need to go discover and figure out. I'm sure there's more side missions to do as well uh, for it. But I've really enjoyed Forbidden, um, Burning Shore. Like I said, it, it was a perfect DLC for this. Um, it made a lot of sense. Like it added good depth to the story um, and kind of talks about, you know, where the third game is going without it really kind of trying to like push that. It was just kind of like, oh, this is going on, like blah, 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 blah. And you're like, okay, we got to go take care of it. So it was, uh, I really did like uh, the piece. I'm very, I just, I know it's a new, new DLC and I don't want to explain. I don't want to, right, right. I don't want to ruin it for anybody that's thinking about, but it's a good, it. it's a good bridge story. <laughs> like it basically is like, um, I guess for a lack of a better, uh, um, description, it's almost like the post-credit scenes in a Marvel movie where they're setting up the next movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just helps. So, description. Yeah, so if you remember the in the first game, the DLC was kind of a really far shoot-off that really didn't matter. It felt like it yeah. could have just been part of the game. This one felt much more, more important. Like there was good information from it. Like Right, like they wanted you to finish the story before you got this information, yeah. so they put it as DLC. It makes yes. sense. Yeah, so... I need to... I need to get around to restarting it, but I've been playing like I was started one game and then I found a different game and was playing that. And then when I was on vacation, another game came out and that <laughs> I don't necessarily need to focus that much time on. It's more of a time killer game, Yeah. but I've been enjoying um, Ghostwire Tokyo Hey-o. so far. Nice. It's, it's on Games Pass. Hey, oh, I might it's try true, that. So I, get... I might need I might need a new game to play after this. Yeah, it's. Yeah, let me double check because it was two ghost games, but I'm pretty sure it's Ghostwire Ghostwire Tokyo. I got you. The game, is the one I'm playing. It's um, the combat system is pretty cool, but so I'm about part, I'm a little ways through the game, but I don't know how far. I haven't looked, but I definitely want to beat that before they like take it away and I can't finish it. Because mm-hmm. I've had that happen once already with the game. That's terrible. <laughs> that's that's the major downfall of Games Pass as a user. I don't know. I'm sure there's worse downfalls being you know on the creative publisher end yes but definitely as a user they're like yeah we it's like netflix you're like in the middle of what I mean, like if you're in the middle of watching the office and then nbc is like you know what we're going to make our own streaming network <laughs> you're not getting you're not going to have any more of the uh office on there or disney plus is like you know what we're going to take all our uh, marvel shows off <laughs> oh, um, so i watched a movie sean did you? I gotta get through. I gotta burn through some of my Netflix DVDs before they get taken away in a couple months. <laughs> yeah, you do. So, uh, I watched Matrix Four, aka Matrix Resurrections. Oh, look at you! Which I heard nothing good about this movie, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. Like, even reading the Netflix reviews to try to figure out, like, because I'm watching it. After I watched it, I'm like, why did everybody hate this movie? Mm-hmm. you know so i'm watching it and pe- like most like almost all the negative reviews were like i couldn't understand the story it was confusing it was boring i turned it off after like half an hour i turned it off after like 45 minutes i turned it off after 50 minutes and it's like dude it sounds like matrix one <laughs> like i know like they basically seemingly wrapped up matrix three you know with three where they both died right at the yeah. end spoiler for however many decades old movie yes 
Um, and even then, people complained about that one when it came out. You know, they're like, this movie sucks. Yeah. You know, I'm watching it, and I'm like, they didn't need to make this movie. Mm-hmm. But the movie they made makes sense minus one, like, plot hole. Okay. Right? And so, like, um, he's his human form, Mr. Anderson, as a game developer, right? And it's almost meta. It's hilarious how meta this movie is. Basically, he gets called into his partner's office, who's also his boss, kind of, because he has more control of the company, and he tells him, it's like, look, man, I know you're working on this game, and it's over budget, but we're going to have to put that aside for now, because Warner Brothers wants us to make a fourth Matrix game. <laughs> like, I know you said you'd never touch this again, and and he starts, like, freaking out and having, like, PTSD, and so he goes to a therapist, played by Neil Patrick Harris, who's ba- so basically broad broad stroke plot without enough of a spoiler to where like you know the the, understand the plot of the movie without spoiling anything Mm -hmm. basically the matrix for some reason this is the part where i don't understand and they don't ever really explain other than ah just because brings them back to life trinity and neo Mm -hmm. right i oh no actually they do it's like they're getting more um power from them Mm -hmm. the power of the matrix like they're so powerful Especially when they're like close together, but not too close. Yes. So they're in like the same room in their pods, and they're just like fucking generating all this power. Gotcha. Um. And so, but they trick in his in his mind. The Matrix didn't. The, he was never Neo, and he's made this video game, The Matrix One, Two, and Three, where he incorporated some of his own personal life into it. To mm-hmm. the point where it it blurs the lines, where he can't tell what's real and what's game, and so yeah. basically they're gaslighting him into thinking that that shit never happened to him, and he's fucking had a psychotic break. Yeah, you know, and so he's got these pills. Of course, they're you know the blue pills. Um, and so they find him, and you know, shit goes from there, right? Then there's fighting. I mean, and not as much fighting, and that was one of the things that's like, when they're talking about making the game, they have like a brainstorming session with all the developers and writers, and he's in there and stuff, and they're like arguing over what the Matrix is. Yeah. Like, the Matrix is is fighting and guns and shooting, and someone's like, no, no, that's not what the Matrix is. The Matrix is, like, in your mind. It's like a mind fuck, man. You gotta like, you know, this and that, and the other person's like, two, I got one word, Matrix is, I got one word what Matrix is. Bullet time. <laughs> and they're like, uh, that's two words, dog. <laughs> like, doesn't matter. That's what the Matrix is. <laughs> so, like, they're almost preemptively making fun of the complaints about the movie. Nice. In the movie. <laughs> um, again, the same as you with Six Flags. I went in with super low expectations because people, everyone was like, I love the Matrix and this movie sucked. Yes. And I'm like, this is actually well told. Like, they make me, like, the, the, they put me in the world and made me believe what was happening in the world mm-hmm. was happening. And put logic behind it. And they set up the rules. It's like, well, we can't, we need to keep them alive because they generate way more power than any other normal human. Yes. But we can't let them meet. And, like, Neil Patrick Harris is like, you know, like, it's basically explained at some point that 
he that they ran the matrix ran all these simulations and they need to be close together for the power to work but if they are aware of each other and get too close then that basically destroys the matrix mm-hmm. so um like in the world trinity is named tiffany and she's married and has two kids and stuff and they kind of run into each other at this coffee shop mm-hmm. and he kind of stares at her from afar but never talks to her gotcha and so but yeah man it's it's about two and a half hours long you know runtime total including the credits which are fucking extra long because it's a you know heavy special effect heavy movie yes um but i was entertained though i had no complaints about it yeah i even closed the one loophole i had where i was like why did he bring him back to life and then i'm like oh wait they mentioned that they create more power never mind <laughs> i was like biggest plot hole that i found um it's not perfect but like i said when metrics th- two or three one of them came out people were like yeah this one sucks it's not as good as the first one and especially now getting kids to go watch like the matrix you know the problem with being groundbreaking is like you broke you broke the ground and everybody else is copying you so and probably doing it better now with better technology yes which some of the complaints were about the special effects and there were a few special effects and i'm like are they still using the same computer that they did <laughs> when they made matrix one to do these special effects <laughs> oh jeez but but yeah man it was a joyous romp romp i need to get that i need to get the kind of prestige where i can get my quotes put on uh the back of the movie box or like on a website or something <laughs> a joyous uh-huh. romp some dickhead <laughs> oh, oh man geez. so you sent me an anime which i'm assuming you sent it to me because you watched it I've, and... I've watched two and a half episodes so far. Okay, I'm further ahead of you. Yes. I'm like five episodes deep. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I like sending you stuff that I hate. I try not to pronounce. <laughs> Say Toki Yakindomo? Yakindomo? See, you're so much better at pronouncing some of these Japanese names. You are, I'm, Senpai, I'm, you are Master I'm... Weeb. <laughs> I probably butchered the shit out of that too. There's like somewhere there's a Japanese person sharpening like a samurai sword, offering it to me to stick in my gut and turn. <laughs> exactly. Um, I randomly came across a meme about it and um, I gave it a shot. I was like, cause this season's been, I don't know if this season's been slow, but I've just really not been into some of the anime that's been out there. Um, I do need to start Demon Slayer, the 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 third season. I just it's just too much of an emotional like dealing with that shit because because like the second one got stretched out and it was so serious like it just takes like a lot to watch and like right now like I'm in the mood for a lot of easygoing anime to to watch like right. not really serious drama um, and like that um, the one that I like from the season that I'm few episodes behind on is that that oshinoki which has like the fucking steep wall of a climb to get into because of the first episodes of movie oh my god yeah you're right that's another one that yeah because um like right now like both like they're the two of the um 
characters the uh the women are um like rated very high on like the likable scale like Crunchyroll had like top women of the season and number yes. one and three are both in there i'm like fuck i was like i was like well yeah that's the be, thing they gotta, the i was like they gotta have great characters like if everybody loves them like this much yeah so far the characters either they're likable or they're not likable in the right way mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah it's not like, oh, man, this character is, like, fucking getting on my goddamn nerves. Yeah. Like, um, the complaints about Rent-A-Girlfriend, the mm-hmm. main character for that show. Yeah, that one I can't get into at all. It just, it is what it is. Even though I do like a couple of the girls, especially the one with the little blue uh, hair bow thing. Mm-hmm. Like, she was a well-written character in that fucking bullshit of everything else, but... <laughs> so, this Satoki... Yakindomo? Yes. Uh, basically, it's a uh, girl school that goes, that ends up going co-ed, and a, the main character signs up to go to the school because he's it's close to his house, and he doesn't really think about it, and he gets suckered into joining the um, student council there, and... It's always funny to watch, like, when you have, like, the main character be the reasonable one and everybody else is the wild one, the wild yeah. cards. <laughs> my, my favorite, like, one of my favorite parts of that opening kind of scene is they're like, you're not just here, you know, because you're going to be one of the only boys and think you're going to build a harem, do you? And then they pan and there's a dude <laughs> in the back who's obviously there for that reason. Yes. <laughs> exactly um so all the episodes have like mini episodes in it so it's able to change the subject very quickly and how and pack on the comedy um for the show i mean i laughed really i laughed really good in the first two episodes and after the second episode like i gotta send this to danny like he's gonna he's gonna find this shit hilarious (laughs) um you know what's funny is like after the first two episodes, I was like, "This could get old very fast" because it's basically just set up sex joke or sex misunderstanding. New episode. Yes. Um, but once you get past like the second episode, they actually kind of start telling a more coherent, better story and develop character, getting more character development. Okay. Yeah, I was uh wondering about that because like. It what like it is it is funny, but like to your point, like it could get very um old very quickly with like the same jokes. Yes, it's it's kind of like that um world without dirty jokes. Uh-huh. Like the two like basically less like blue um what was her name? Was it like just blue, blue panties? Blue snow or something. Yeah, and then the student body president there. It's like Kind of those two characters combined make up, like, the two girls in the student body, but without, like, the drama of, like, the government censorship and all that stuff. It's, like, slice of life. Yes. World without dirty jokes. Yes. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, I've liked it so far. It's been pretty funny. I, um, I'll probably keep watching it over over the weekend when I do have time. Um 
because like I said, I don't have much other anime to watch at this point, but I thought it was a good start. I'm glad that you were able to get further ahead. So, they need to fucking fix High Dive, because they still have the same goddamn problem that they've had since I first downloaded it. Because <laughs> it was like one little uh, exchange that I, I was going to, it happened, and I wanted to rewind it to show my wife. So I rewound it to the beginning of exchange, to the exchange, when they got the fucking blue loading symbol. Uh yeah, no, it's just. And then I sat there for a little bit and like waited like a couple minutes, still bloating. And then so I exited out, closed the program, went back in, still loading. So then I had to watch, finish that episode on my phone. And then I could watch episode three, start uh, refresh basically on episode three. Jeez. All to show your wife a funny joke, a scene. Basically, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's like, if, if you don't want us to rewind, then don't fucking make that an option. Yes. Just tell us, it's like, hey. Give us a warning. It's like rewinding um, will cause your episode to not work yeah. anymore. Yeah, there's like no restart episode. Um, like Crunchyroll has like you could skip 10 seconds ahead and 10 seconds back, which is really nice to just hit real quick if you miss something. Or yes. if you're trying this to one... power, or if you're trying to power through like the opening credits. Right, and this one is just um like old fashioned like a rewind where it's like you can rewind normal speed, double speed and like go faster or whatever, but um don't give me that option if you don't want me to use it. <laughs> Another thing that High Dive seems to have a problem with is like oh a new episode of the season a, a new episode of the anime that I'm watching this season is out. I'm gonna go watch it conveniently located under the continue watching section. Mm-hmm. Oh it's not there? I gotta I gotta search it. And go find it. I gotta go into the search bar, type it in. <laughs> I don't have that problem. I pop up pretty easy. Yeah, it's happened a few times. More than a few times. I don't know. It's but, a shitty app, so I'm not really surprised. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's brought up with everything. You know, streaming-wise. If you make it, people will, people generally want to pay for things. Yes. to watch like people don't inherit like people will pirate at force to for the most part i'm not you know i'm there's some people who will never pay for anything yes or can't afford to but for the majority of people they will pay to for your services like netflix disney plus but then when you make it difficult or especially where i have to have multiple anime streaming services to watch four, like I have to watch, have to have four different anime streaming services because there's four new uh, shows coming out this season I want to watch and they're each exclusive to a different one. Yes. Fucking hoist that fucking Jolly Roger. (laughs) This is the high seas, boys. Yes, yes, yes. It's starting to be like all the, where MS, yeah, um, NBC has their own, like Discovery has their own, like everybody has their own streaming services like it's getting ready to get to that point where like you're ultimately just going to like at at some point in the future everything will just be digital and you'll get like one subscription that has like a bunch of different stuff on it it'll be like so, cable rewritten <laughs> basically yeah we're basically like piecemealing cable instead of like getting the value meal of cable without with all the bullshit we don't want mm-hmm. like well you know it's i want a cheeseburger and fries 
I don't really want a Coke, but it's more expensive just to get the cheeseburger and fries by itself than it is, you know, kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah. Um. So I went to go check out, you know, Netflix because I was like, oh, wait, the Weird Al movie should be out by now mm-hmm. on DVD. Yeah. So I went and looked, and it's nowhere on there. Not on streaming, not on – um. Not even on DVD. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And so I Googled, where is it then? Like, why is it? Even on DVD, like, Disney, you know, all their, like, movies they put on DVD. Even though you can stream on their program. It's a fucking exclusive to Roku. Uh, did you sign up for a seven day trial and then delete it afterwards? No, it's 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 free. Okay. But like I want to watch it with my wife and like I haven't checked PlayStation, but it's I'm if it's I highly doubt it's on there, but it's definitely not on my on the Xbox as a downloadable uh, option. Oh jeez. So I have to you have download to go to the store it on my and phone. buy a Roku. Yes, or download it on my phone, the Roku app on my phone. Oh my god, that's terrible. I'm like, I want to watch this on a... I, I'm an adult with an adult TV. You know? <laughs> I just want to watch your fucking movie. Uh, no. Not allowed. Not allowed. <laughs> uh, sorry, bud. It, it's, it happens. Yes. And it's free! That's the worst part. It's like, they're like, we're going to make it difficult and easy at the same time. It's never easy. <laughs> no. Uh, all right, everybody. That's it for today's show. Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, um, Instagram, Facebook, all those magical places. You can see what Danny's drinking on Untapped. Untap that shit. Take care, everybody. Stay dry. We'll see you next time. Yo, yo, matey. <laughs>